having me today, um, Mr. Imad Ghazawi. Um, Imad is an HR thought leader uh, with excessive uh, people experience from the East. Uh, he's joining me today from Saudi Arabia. Uh, welcome, Imad. And um, I would actually uh, want to start with the question of, um, as a professional in HR, uh, what do you think are the changes that are happening in Saudi Arabia in terms of human resources and making people future ready? Okay, great question. Uh, first of all, many thanks, Omni, for hosting me. It's a great pleasure, really, to to talk about such a very important um, uh, topic uh, like this. So in, in, in Saudi today, a lot is happening. And to be honest, we are getting the, the, the attention of the Middle East, the attention of the world, that what is happening here. Uh, people are getting a lot of focus. And uh, part of, of Vision 2030, uh, there is a huge element focusing on developing people and getting them ready for, uh, for, for the upcoming period. Um, so... Uh, we, we today we see a lot of initiatives and a lot of strategic programs that focus solely on how we put people in the right place and how we develop people and how we upgrade and upskill and reskill our people. Um, for example, if I just take you through um, quickly through some of the of the um, like major initiatives. That, that are happening today. We hear about the Capability Development Program, which is a government initiative, which has a huge focus on developing people. Uh, and not only with developing people who are uh, at work or who are just entering the, the job market, but even before, way before that. So we talk about what is the, the schooling system is, is, is doing for people, to prepare them to be, um, to be actively contributing to, uh, to uh, everything that we are experiencing today. Um, so, so, yes, we have this program. We have um, organization that we are established to, to, to focus on, on, on developing talents and taking care of them. For example, if you look at the HR Development Fund, which is uh, a government entity that, that was established mainly to make people explore or the job market to help them find jobs, to develop them and train them. And they invest a huge amount of money on, on the development of these people by providing them some of the world-class development program and professional certifications. It really made uh, like um, the fancy uh, development pro programs and, and initiatives that we used only to hear in the large corporate organizations, something that is uh, really available to a lot of people today. Um, if we hear a lot about these strategic partnership institutes, every every um, every few months we hear about a strategic partnership institute or initiative that is launched to support a cer certain industry or or uh, like a certain uh, giga project. Let's say uh, we have, uh, for example, this. Uh, uh, MISC programs and initiatives with with a focus on on developing leaders. For example, we have this uh, 2030 leaders program, which has a high focus on developing uh, leaders at the top level. So all these um, uh, all these uh, initiatives uh, really play a critical role in in um, in in 
valuing people as the drive of, of everything that is around us. How long do you think it's going to take to, to see the, the, the fruits of what you saw? Uh, great. So, in fact, to be honest, we started already to see to see the the outcomes of these initiatives and and programs, uh, uh, and 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 numbers talk. So, if we look at the, the 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 data and statistics being shared from time to time by uh, leaders uh, in different sectors, different industries, of course, major part of that focus on on people. And it shows how many people we hired, how many people we developed, and how many people moved from from one level to a higher level. Uh, in fact, one of, of the amazing uh, presentations uh, that I, I, I saw recently was uh, a presentation by the Deputy Minister of Tourism when he was talking about some figures and statistics about a uh, huge number of uh, Saudi nationals being introduced to the tourism industry for the very first time with this huge like numbers especially for tourism, for example, being uh, an industry that really uh, tapped for the first time with the size that we see today. Um, we hear a lot of, of, of these success stories and, uh, and, and we can see them on the ground already. And also, we expect definitely we expect more, especially for areas that have a shortage uh, of of, uh, of manpower, uh, especially when we talk about the localization. So, so yes, so we already start. We already seeing uh, results, and also uh, definitely we will see more results in 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 the coming years. Saudi yeah. Arabia is is trying to attract global talent and. At the same time, you want to localize talent. How how is that mix happening? That's a really great question because it's a huge it's a huge challenge today. And yes, in, in here, in I mean, Saudi doesn't want to be a, 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 a want or Saudi wants to be a place for global talent. So it's it's one of the targets. That's why if you look at the the new regulations and the uh, how they made it simple, uh, like very attractive or super attractive for special talents from around the globe to, to come and join us and be part of of this huge success journey. So definitely, there there are a lot of uh, uh, regulations. There are a lot of initiatives. There are a lot of attractions being uh, designed to uh, to help. Case A be a, a place for the for the the best global talents, and we see this clear in 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 some of the giga projects or strategic initiatives like Neo Malola Ritzi. We see a lot of projects and, and and strategic initiatives that attract global talents definitely. And again, the the great thing here how we balance or how 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 the uh, the, the country benefits from from the global talent is also to connect them with the programs that make sure that we have what we call capability transfer. It's amazing. I've been and and I, I I watched a number of these programs and it's amazing when you see how succession plans and uh, development plans are um, being designed in a way that makes sure we have uh, really the highest utilization. Uh, 
from from our talented like uh, leaders or expertise. Right. In that case, I want to ask you, as someone who actually has experience in data-driven marketplaces, I mean, you work with companies that deals with data. How do you make sure that employees can actually excel in this in this new era of data, basically? Because the reason why I'm asking this is that some employees perhaps feel that they are just a number and they are not really a talent. How, how do you ensure, as an HR um, thought leader, how, how do you ensure that people' capabilities are used to the best? Okay, so that that's another great question, really. So I would start with something from the top of the pyramid. So every organization has the HR they want. So this is number one. So so in order to ensure that our people are really treated as real capabilities, not only as numbers, is uh, is by looking at um, the vision of, of the top leaders of the organization. And we hear different stories from different organizations. In some of them, we hear amazing stories how people uh, even wanted to stay longer for some organization, although the compensation part is not really the best in the market because they they know they are being valued as as real talent and they are giving like exceptional opportunities to grow and flourish. And to be honest, me myself specifically, I, I used to be. In, in working for one of the organizations that um, weren't paying me the best, but they provided me the best experience as a talent who was growing. So I was exposed to different uh, development programs. I was put on a formal succession plan that has a serious promise from the business that if you do one, two, three, you'll get one, two, three. So, um, so yes, so and 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 we see it on the ground, and um, and again, it's one of the uh, reports some organizations brag about is that uh, part of their retention strategy is not only the compensation part, but is the talent development part as well. Moving then, how can companies ensure that they have proper? Um, Digital experience, uh, digital experience, uh, right technology, talent, and culture. How can they incorporate all of this together? Okay, great. So, so in order to incorporate all these things together, then we must think, and of course, get the best result. Then we must think the people experience way. And here we must consider three uh, major elements. Of course, the, the system or the digital solution that we are talking about, this is very important. Um, we need to consider the workplace and we need most importantly to consider the culture of the, of the business. So these three elements together uh, with all the details that come with them will create what we call the comprehensive people experience. Take into consideration the needs of the individuals, the teams, or the groups, and the overall community. Uh, so I've been I've been really part of uh, of some uh, digital transformations. Some some of them made great successes. Some of them were not really as successful as we wanted to be. And if you go to the root cause for that, really, it's it's one of the of the three elements. 
And most of the time, it's, uh, it's really the culture side. So, so if we have, yes, this combination of culture, workplace, and system, then we're going to build the right digital solution uh, and, and, and achieve the, 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 digi uh, the digital talent uh, strategic um, success. And Matt, I want to wrap our interview by asking you, how can we ensure that there is no, I want to bring us back to Saudi Arabia, and I want to know how can we leverage any I, any technological gap that is in Saudi Arabia to ensure that we actually create a workforce that is a bit that is motivated and that actually wants to, you know, uh, wants to wants to produce actually. Okay, great. So here, really, I I, I believe we need to do a lot more um, on the organization level. So each organization must have a strategy that tackles this uh, this issue. Because today, to be honest, we have a lot of, of solutions for, for these gaps, and they are in the market. And some of them are even with uh, at no, no cost or at uh, a low cost, really. But the thing is, this... Um, the, the, filling the gap must be attached to the strategy of, of the uh, of the organization. So every organization must really do proper analysis to make sure that our people uh, really need this kind of, of skills and capabilities to be injected. And also we go the extra mile by exploring what is the best way to bridge the gap. Although this sounds really basic, but trust me, a lot of organizations need to give it a lot of the focus. And that's why we always say that we need to go back to the basics from time to time. Our company is willing to go back to the basic. Okay. And, and here come the awareness, uh, again, uh, programs, which is, which is part of what we see today. Like some of the initiatives I told you earlier today, um, like the HRDF or MISCO or other organ entities, Part of their major uh, like uh, focuses is really to elevate the awareness level in these areas. So they, they, they elevate the awareness level, not only for organizations, but also for people. So when, uh, so raising the, that's why today what we see, we see, we hear a lot of um, these successes around people coming with the, their development plan already ready, even if their organization doesn't give them like uh, the, the right level of guidance. So, uh, yes, so, so consistent um, awareness is something that's super important and it contributes uh, directly to the success of this process, definitely. Um, is there anything else you would like to add? <laughs> No, I mean, I mean, uh, thank you very much. It's uh, it's really a very important topic, and uh, it's a, it's a really strategic one, and I consider it really as uh, one of the basic strategic topics that must be uh, even revisited over and over for us to always remember that uh, our people are our most valuable assets. Thank you very much, Ahmad, for your time. It was a pleasure speaking to you. Thanks, Omnia. It's really uh, great speaking to you. And many thanks again for hosting me. Of course. Have a great day. Thank you. Thanks.